0: Okay, let's get into Parsha's Truma, Tuf Shin Pei Dalid, Tuf Shin Pei Dalid. Uh, as we uh, get into the Parshios, of, as we think, oh, now it's the details, now it's just uh, construction and architecture. But as the Ramban started off the Safe and his like, Dumb at the Safe for Shmos, the Ramban told us this is the goal. The goal of all of creation and Yetzirah Mitzrayim and Mamar Sinai is all to create a resting place, a Ashuras Hashchina for HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. And that is what Shumat Tetzaveh is all about uh, as we uh, get to the... Uh, pinnacle of the Sefer, even though it doesn't seem as exciting to us, but we just have to dig a little deeper to be able to get the messages of, uh, of the Parsha. Uh, to uh, start off with something I think I mentioned a couple of years ago, uh, the, uh, if you have in source number one, uh, the interesting Remez, the Otsus quotes this from the Mepharshim, uh, uh, gold and silver and copper, as we know all of the raw materials for uh, the Mishkan, and it's quoted, really, there are three dargos, there are three levels of uh, people who give staka, of no-snate staka. And again, as we often say, it's not just, it's not just, giving staka doesn't just mean with one's money. It means with one's time. It means with one's focus. One could give, uh, somebody who doesn't have anything could also give staka. Again, it means with money too, but, uh, but also others. Zahav, Kesev, and Achoshes, all three of those are Rashi Tevos. Hadarga ma'ula, the greatest level, hosim staka bachalais. Those who give staka even when there's no specific need. Because they realize, I got a spark who wants me to share. That's zahav. tevo, zehanosein bari. Somebody who gives even when things are healthy, things are robust, everything's going well. So that's that's zahav. Darga beis, shebolo sebo misovev. Without a specific reason, enosishim right? staka. It's not uh, not something that's part of who I am there's a need, if it's a tzarech, if I want to be on my good side, if I want to, um, uh, like the Gemara says, you can't test Hashem unless, except with staka. So then I give. So that's, that's the next level down of kesef. What's kesef? Rashi right, posayach. When somebody sees a type of danger, some type of difficulty, then they open up their hand and, and they start giving. And number three, Afilu Yesh Bebeso. Maybe that's not enough. This is the way of the world. This is natural. When he himself feels the pressure. When he himself, uh, the doctors have given up hope. So then, my, then he says, Then he tells his family to give at the lowest level. That's nekoshes. Right? That stands for, When the sick person himself says, give, you know, it's my last hope. You know, of course, we should try, be, try to be gold. right? We have to try to give, recognizing that the Baruch Hu gives us to be able to share. As the Gemara says, Aser, Bishvil um, and We have to do our best to to uh, be uh, good gabbaim of the money that Hashem gives us, and in that way, Hashem will, uh, you know, keep making us the treasurer if we act properly and uh, as God's treasurer and give it out to the to the recipients that are supposed to have it. So then, Hakadosh Baruch could entrust us with uh, with even more. Okay, let's continue with source number two, which is from. Um, Reb Blumenzweig, of the former Rosh Hashiva of uh, Yerucham, and maybe B'zchus, this, this thought and many other thoughts, Yerucham can have shalom v'shalva, and Rachman al Hashem will say die to the tzaras of the Talmidim of uh, Yeshivas Yerucham that uh, have been Moser Nefesh during this, during this difficult war. So, Reb writes, based on the Ramban, the Ramban tells us in the Hadama Teshmos, as we have mentioned before, that the Mishkan... Is supposed to be a Hemshech of Harsinai. Supposed to be a moving Harsinai. Harsinai was a one time experience, but really the Mishkan was supposed to capture the Hashra Sashkina that took place at Harsinai and continue it into our, into our lives. Right? He quotes the language of the Ramban, line number four. Vesoda Mishkanu, the secret of the Mishkan. Shei kavod Asher Shochan Al Har Sinai Shochin Allah Benistar. The kavod that rested on Har Sinai should rest on Har Sinai in a hidden, more hidden way. Kamoshenay Marsham VaYishkom Kod Hashem Al Har Sinai. Like it says in last week's parsha, Hashem's kavod rested on Har Sinai. Vixiv Hein Haranu Hashem Alokinu. That's kavod v'eskavod. Right, also about Har Sinai. Hashem showed us His kavod and His and His greatness. And what does it say by the Mishkan? Ukvod Hashem. The same k'vot HaShem, the same honor of God, the same intensity of the Shekhinah that is there. Again, what does it mean, Hashroah HaShekhinah? We don't really know. We can't define it, but we know there's a certain intensity of presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, Hashem's presence is all over the world. But as we know, there are certain places that have Hashroah HaShekhinah. There are certain activities. The Gemara says when ten people learn Torah together, there's Hashroah HaShekhinah. But even if not ten, even just three, you're two or one. And when there's 600,000 Jews, there's Ashras HaShchina. And every shul has on HaShchina. And the Kotel, the Shechina never left the Kotel on my Ravi, the measure says. So there's all different levels. But the most intense was at Harsinai. And that is supposed to be mirrored, says the Ramban, in the Mishkan. The Hiskirba Mishkan, shnei p'amim, u'kvot Hashem ole'as k'neged es and the Rabbah says there's a parallel between the Mishkan and Har Sinai. Beautiful. Says Rev. Blumenzweig. This is a model. This is a hemshich. But as we will see, it's not an exact replica. And there's a message for that. But Har Sinai, line 11. At Har Sinai, B'nai Yisrael went up on such a high level. The heavens were open. The heavens opened at our Sinai. I remember as a child walking back on Shavuos night, uh, and I remember my, my Rebbeim telling me that at midnight on Shavuos night the heavens opened. I remember trying to look into the I and mean, it was pitch black. Like, okay, it's open somewhere, but um, but the Shemayim was opened on on at our Sinai night Shavuot. We were zocher each in our own way, to see the king, to see the face of the king. Lahasoga g'vo'o l'dveikus atsuma b'ma'amadze nifkash am Yisrolem yisodos while yonim, the upper worlds, the upper spheres. Right, it was the only, as we know, as has been noted, the only religion that started in public. The only religion. That's why impossible to make up every other religion that starts in private. Okay, you can make up a whole story you want. One person said they had a vision. One person said that God spoke to them. Okay, great. We trust you we don't trust you. Can argue on it. You can make it up. Two million people started our religion. Can't make that up. Can't make that up, right? Jews are always questioning. We question. We don't take anything. We don't just accept. And yet, we're the ones that have this masorah. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs talks a lot about that. Line seventeen. And this was not for nothing. Through this experience, we received the Torah. We received the instructions for our lives for eternity even though, as the expanding expanding on the Ramban, even though we went through this amazing event, it can't stop there. It can't be a one-time event that never happens again. Right? Hatorah line nine twenty. Hattori Amnam Otsarne Hadar, Khemda Genuza, wonderful treasure. elyon. As great as the Torah is, when we learn Torah, and we're supposed to try to feel as if we're at Harsinai every time we learn Torah, and we're getting the Torah, Asher Hayom, Hayom, you got it. We're supposed to feel, and the Gemara says we should learn Torah with Rethes and Zeah, and in the, in the days of the early rabbis, even before the Gemara, they used to learn standing up. They wouldn't sit down. They would sit down. It's like Ma'am Har Harsinai. Vayamod! So the Doras, the generations, became weaker. The Gemara says. So now we could sit down, but they used to sh- sh- trepidation and fear. But says Rabbi Blumen's wife. So we're humans; it's impossible for us, for us to have that experience continuously. So that's why Hakadosh had Al the Ramban right. Continue the experience. Continue the experience. Next page on top. It can't just be that one-time event. We need to connect to the source again. The Torah is, but where the Torah came from. So we need a makam of Hashras HaShchina. That was the Mishkan. The Mishkan was to continue that awesome experience. Line 6. The Mishkan is the answer. The Mishkan is the solution. And again, we don't appreciate it now. We daven for it. We should cry that we don't appreciate it. When we say every day three times, right, We're asking, right, how many of us really, such kavanah in that bracha? Right? We're, we have no idea, so we don't have such kavanah, because we don't know what it's going to be like. And we say, oh, it's, you know, we don't know. So the fear of the unknown, what's it going to be like when Mashiach comes? One thing we know, it's going to be much better than what's going on right now. And that much we could daven for. When they were at Saris, we know how to daven for Mashiach. We have to talk about Mashiach when, they, when even there aren't the biggest sorrows that we don't have the the Beis HaMikdash. The biggest sorrows that we're not all in Yerushalayim, surrounding Yerushalayim in serenity with all the Jews throughout the world. The most unbelievable bracha that would be. The details, Hashem will figure it out. But that's what we yearn for. That was a re-experience somewhat of our Sinai, the Mishkan, and the base of HaMikdash. But now it says you're swipe, but there's a big difference between the two. Even though it's a parallel... There's a difference between the two which creates an unbelievable reality. That's for our benefit. Line 12. There's still a difference between the meeting between the Shechina and us at Har Sinai and the Mishkan. And the Ramban already alluded to it. The Ramban, that one line that I read before, right, he repeats it. Nistar. At Harsinai it was open. The lightning and the thunder and the no it was open. Yeah, we couldn't go up on the mountain, that's true. But it was an open revelation. Whatever we were able to see as human beings. Amnam line fifteen Yes, even at Har Sinai, we didn't see Hashem. We can't see Hashem. But there was something tangible. There was something that was open about it. Remember, the verse says we died. And then we died again. and we just, It was such an, an, an awesome experience. We experienced the Shechina. In the Mishkan, that didn't happen. In the Besamik, that didn't happen. It was a place of inspiration. It was a place we were inspired but it wasn't complete as com- it wasn't as complete of an experience as it was at our Sinai. As a Mishkan Amya Choler Os. You could see the Mishkan. But the Aron stays inside. You don't see the Moshe Rabbeinu coming down with the Luchos. The Luchos are in the Aran in the Kodesh Kadashim. Hamishka nocha, Hamishka Nimsa, it's there. But there's, there's a, there needs to be a separation. So he says, So there are two opposite feelings that, that are engendered because of this reality. We can feel it. It's a, it's a continual process. We can bring it into our lives after being in the Mishkan. But we feel something unfulfilled also. We feel an unfulfilled yearning that we want more, that we're missing something, and that's on purpose. And that's a good thing. When we feel that we want more, if we feel full, it's not, if somebody sp- feels spiritually full, there's a problem. If one feels full, you got to be full, but a fullness that, that whets the appetite for more. And that's what exactly the Mishkan was. That's what it was. It's still the feeling of, of lack of fulfillment connected to this. Connected to this is the other difference between the two, between the Mishkan and Har Sinai. Who created the experience? By Har Sinai, Hashem came down. Hashem is the one that was the active party. L'lo his arvus u ma'aseh mitzad Yisra. We didn't do anything. We came. We even overslept according to the Medrash. Ha'hasgalus Shabame Amishkan ba' ketotza me'avodaseinu. But the Mishkan was our Avoda. We built. We donated. We gave. Kefisha posachas ha'parasha. B'nei Yisra'a l'itztabu l'asih trumul b'nei'as mishkan. Everybody has a chilek. Everybody has a chilek. It's the foil. right? You think it's right, And it was right according to the way the Ramban understands, at least, right? that uh, the Torah is written in chronological order, as much as you could say. right? As much as you could say. So right after, we you know Chazal tell us that when did they build the Mishkan? When did Moshe Rabbeinu start collections? The day after Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur was the day that Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the Luchos Nios. That was the final stage of Harsinai, the next day, <coughs> they started working on the Mishkan. <laughs> up until now, it was Hashem's actions. Now it's up to us. Now it's up to us to bring and create the, create the, uh, the closeness and the communication. And he even says in the in Hemshech that you know, the Egel was a mistaken outlet for that yearning that was created. After Harsinai, we had this yearning, we had this chuka, we had this desire that was not fu- that was not fulfilled. So the kavana was ritzuya, as as some say, but but the meisim were not ritzuy. Meisim were not ritzuy. We'll get to that better a little bit later. But that's what he writes in the continuation. Hakisufim shalam Yisrael, the yearning, hakisufim from the lashon. in one asks the average yeshiva boy. The Kesev Mishnah, we know, of of Kaira's commentary on the Rambam. Why do you name a say for Kesev Mishnah? Oh, something to do with money. I don't know. Kesev Mishnah, it's, it's as valuable as money. Nothing to do with money. Look at his, his Hagdama. Kesef is from the word Kisuf, to yearn. Kisuf Mishnah, to, to yearn to understand the Mishnah Torah, to understand the Rambam. Right, from the Lushan we say, Niedinefesh, Nechsof Nisafti, Leros Mehera, So it's Kisuf, that's the Lushan here. Kisufim Shalom Yisrael. The yearning of the Jews. They was so strong. There was a need. Hashem didn't command it, but they wanted another meeting. They wanted another experience. They wanted something to touch. Maybe they didn't understand that that was a one-time experience. Now you're going to have it, but in a different way, and you're not going to be able to touch there's going to be something missing. So there's always a yearning. There's always a yearning for more. That would be good for us to always want more. Turning over. Again, the uh, Egel was the problem. But, B'mahuta, lines five. b'mahutah hi ma'odnes teres. Vizar. I'm sorry, let's go back a line. Uh, line three. Ha'mishkan bonebekir Benu gisha shonelachalutin The Mishkan different than the Egel. They wanted a fulfillment a total fulfillment and maybe a repeat. That's why they created something tangible that they could they could see and feel. In but a Mishkan The Mishkan has something different. In It's to develop the yearning. It's to develop the desire. That was the purpose of that's the purpose of the Mishkan. To be unfulfilled. Under sometimes you you'll hope you'll hear a hopefully you'll hear a she'er and like by the end of the she'er like that's it there's no more that's good it's better than in the middle of the she'er when is this guy over already right that's the opposite too much but but onu roim es hashchina shorah v'yichol malis kari velov we see the shechina we see the cloud and by the kodesh kadashim ach b'mahuta him odnis teres v'zari inenu yichol ikani tzalakodesh you can't go in mitzad echad mezamein mifgash on the one hand we are invited. We have to go to the base of Migdash three times a year. But we'll, we're not going into the Kodesh Kadashim. And even the Kohen Gadol doesn't go into the Kodesh Kadashim on Chagim. The highs, we're outside. So we're close, but we're not close. And therefore, that's, that's what's meant for us to take throughout the, um, throughout the centuries and throughout history. We need to have the yearning. We need to work on our yearnings, um... Because that's the goal. The goal is to always have, you know, unfulfilled yearnings, but that's a good thing. Okay. Moving right along, maybe a question that we've dealt with in the past, but um, relates to what we just said, what we just said earlier. Right, the passage at the beginning of the parsha. B'nai Yisrael Hashem says to Moshe, to tell B'nai Yisrael, V'yik'uli truma, Take for me truma. Take for me truma. And the mafarshim, I gave it to you this year from Rav Moshe. In source number five, why did it say take for me? It should be simpler, v'yitnu li, right? Give to me, give to me. L'chara yitzarach lamar v'yitnu. Kivan she'en kofin, ela me'ethashe yidvenu libo. Give to me, truma. Give, me. give me. right? now. take. Hashem's talking. Give me. V'nereh tulamash arti. What I've explained elsewhere, says Rav Moshe. Sha'kadosh baruchu lo ratza she'yivnu ha'mishkan ela me'elu she'nodvim Hashem only wanted the Mishkan built from those who have the following mentality. I don't want you to think it takes so much credit. And it's all me. And I'm giving the money to the base of I want my name. I want my name on the wall of the base of Megdash that I donated. Right? The, the Kiar was given by so-and-so. And the, Hashem's not interested in that. Okay, there's a Raman in in, in Yeridaya about giving credit. That's fine, but but the the mentality that we recognize that it's all on loan from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shelo a kesef a hazav. lepi and Hashem gave it to us as a as a deposit. V'shiel biyadol Shlo litain. Nimsa kishe eino nosein b'ahaknaa. It's not really so much when I give that I'm giving. It's mine and I'm giving. Rather, recognizing that it's not really mine anyway. I'm letting the true um, addresses of this money to get it. It's like you're taking what what's you're supposed to get. It's a big discussion in the postgame about Truma or Pidyon Aben, the Ksos Khosha discusses. When I give Pidyon Aben money to a Kohen, am I really giving it to the Kohen? Or it's kind of his money. I'm just choosing which Kohen. I'm choosing which, but it's really his. Once Truma is designated, it's mine. So that's really any time one gives a certain percentage to up. Hashem says, the, don't give me. Give is like you're actually giving. It's not giving. I want people to give me, but to have the recognition they're not really giving me. They're giving me back what really is mine. Oh, he quotes, Right, the fact that you could choose which Kohen to give it to, that doesn't really have a financial value. You're really just giving it for the Kohenim to take for themselves. They're taking what they should be taking. It's not so much that I'm giving. Every word in the Torah teaches us, v'yitnu and v'yikhu. Okay, back to the Sari Alafim, Rabbi Tursky in source number six, a Medrash Pliya. Kisha Amru Yisrael nas Nishma miyad Amar Kadosh V'yikhu Li Truma. Right, the Mishkan somehow connecting to. My, her so again, like the Ramban says, yes, Mishkan my, Sinai, But is there a specific connection between Nasev and, and the Mishkan? Is there a specific connection um, in that regard? I'm also going to give my give my chilek. Says the Sare the Sare Rashi. So question one is what is the connection between Asevilishba and Yikoli Question two, the Lodoros. As I'm going to show you, you shall do Rashi quotes Lodoros for generations. Hikshua Mefarshim. The Mefarshim wonder, We don't have a Mishkan today. What does it mean that this is Lodoros? The Mishkan was temporary. Right? We don't build the Mishkan forever. Right? So Afilubabesamikosha Yshinuy Basya Sakalim. Lomar, What does Rashi mean? This shall be done for generations. Like I show you, it shall be done for generations. Question one, what's the connection? and Truma. Question two, what does it mean? Tasu Lodoros. Question two. Question three. Vasu arun the Luchos and the Torah are called Edus, a testimony. What is the Torah testimony about? A testimony, a witness. What's an edus? Where do we find Edus? And the whole Torah is called an Edus. And here, Luchos edus. Excuse me. Number four. Make the kruvim on top of the kapores, the cover of the aron. And to the aron, put the edus. I don't know why it says it again. It says it says. But it says twice. Put the aron. Put the luchos into the aron and put the cover on and put the luchos into the aron. Right, so why does it repeat it again? What's the emphasis? Something about the edus is being emphasized. So many questions. Kidarko bakodesh, And he starts by putting it all together with the medrash that many are familiar with, but it's a medrash that we know that we don't know where this medrash is. It's always quoted as the medrash in the Hagdama to the Ein Yaakov. But here he quotes it from the Chesam Sofer. But either way, it's the medrash. The medrash that discusses what is the most inclusive Pasik, or some say important pasik but includes a passing in the whole Torah. So we know one opinion says, Next person says, Next time, of T'Rech HaKamochah, in B'Torah. In other sources, there are there are uh, names given. Ben Azai, Right, the carbon tamid one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Omad ben Aragla, V'yomar, Kein, Ben liked that last one. And then he quotes this part of the Medrash, is not so famous. He quotes our Pasuk. shehar Namar nemar called Tasu. Ben says the last one is, is the most correct because the Pasik said it's for generations. What does that have to do with anything? Zekev, Zechad, Zechad, that's not for generations. We don't bring Karbanas today. We don't have a mishkan today. And what's the machlokas about anyway? The after I yisrael as a kev zachad as a boker. Hamerush darshuni vichu darshin focus. What is this medrash talking about? Shari shdeah shita sari shonas havin. We can understand the first two opinions. Shema yisrael as emuna b'ashem kamocha avas yisrael. Hey mi but the third ashita is tamua. If you would ask me the top 30 important P'sukim in the Torah, this wouldn't make it. If I didn't know this, Medrash. Right? So what's so crucial about this? What's the message? What's the message? See, <coughs> so he says, we have Shalom on the bottom now. There are many Jews out there that are very careful in the M'anadam L'amakam. Limad Shabbos, Mahalas asu roz kashrus, avo binyanah sherei adam but interpersonal mitzvahs on averos, not so machped. Ono as mamon, ono dvarim, lashen hara, rechilus, ribis, gazel, not so medactic. So there are those like that. V'gaba, then there are the opposite too. V'chein yish binei adam shihsnagol shalemula efech. It's the opposite. Shemakpidim ma'od binyanah sherei adam They're very careful about that. Avo. Right, they're very careful between adam adam kashrus, Tfila. Gamatzinu, so there are those that do this, there are those that do that. adam Some though, some Jews are mocking about everything. but when they're in private. I'm not violating, there are those that don't take it in to themselves. So to speak. Says the sorry, I love him. It says it by There's a mistake. We think Judaism is just about it's a religion about doing things. Doing things and not doing things. Do this, do that. Do this, do that. Don't do this and don't do that and don't do this and don't do that. That's what a Shomer Torah mitzvah is. So they think I have a choice. It's all about doing and not doing. But says the It's not just about what we need to do, but it's about who we need to become through what we do. The goal is to become different people through the mitzvos and the averas that we don't do. Hashem wants us all to become a mishkan, to become a v'asuli mikdash v'sha'chanti b'socham. And he quotes, he quotes that from the Alshech. The Alshech says, we're the Chazal tell us it's not b'sochho, but b'socham. It's b'socham in each and every Jew. But asks the Alshech, hakadush, why at the beginning of that pasuk v'shachanti besocham? First, it says for That's as an introduction to v'shachanti besocham. So he says that's the point. I have to first make myself into a mikdash, into a purified soul that is purified through the mitzvah and the If I want to fulfill that darush. I have to have a mikdash before that. I have to make myself a mikdash. And that means to have the, the mitzvah shape who I become. I'm not just a robot doing and not doing. And this is even if somebody's in private. Nobody's around. And I'm not violating anything. There's certain gray area activities that it's not a mitzvah, it's not a vera, so it's, what am I violating? Kadoshim Tiyu, one might call it, but that's what I have to do. It's not a choice. So it has to be who I become. And who I become is a constant. If it's about doing and not doing, then it only applies by the moments I'm doing and not doing. If it's about who I become, that's constant. Let's continue. He says by the menorah, and this is where we get back to the Edus. Chazal tell us that Mesekhashabas and Afchab Bez. We like the menorah, Michutz Paroches ho eidus. Ya arochhosaron. Why dafka does it say Edus there? So Khazal tells us, and Dafka says, A Yarochosar mi era Bogal Hashem Tamid? Chazal tell us that the menorah is called edus. The ner ma'aravi never went out. It was tumid And that is an edus that HaKadosh Baruch Shina shechina rest in Klai Yisrael. If something is constant, if something is tumid like the menorah, it never went out, that's an edus that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is connected to us. Shechamakom shechimidiyus ba'avodes Hashem harez ha'edus edus shechora bimakom b'makomahu. See, so he said that applies not only to the menorah, but it applies to us as well. If we, if our avoda is tumid, like that candle in the base of so then our, our avodah is an edus. It's not about doing and not doing, because that has specific times. It's about becoming. And if it's about becoming, which is tumid, that's the third pasik. As a as what does it mean? Every single moment. There's no area of our life that we don't have shlémus and eedus shashkina sharabi. That's the takless of our avoda. So that's the Pshat of the metrish, right? It's the third possible. It's not just about Baden-Dalmak, it's not just about Banal Machavero. It's about as a which is constancy in Avoda, which reflects that it's not just about doing and not doing. Either side. It's about becoming through the mitzvahs. And he says maybe that's how the Mishkan is a reaction to Naseh V'nishma. As great as Naseh V'nishma was, Naseh V'nishma was an acceptance to do Pashtus. Again, maybe this is based on Levi we discussed in the past, maybe it's also related to this. But let's say Naseh V'nishma is, we're going to do it, we're going to listen, we're going to do. You know what Hashem answers? That's not even enough. Mishkan. Mishkan, which symbolizes Edus, which symbolizes the carbon carbonous Tumid, as a kevah zechadas have a bochur sheein dai on the top left. Kieni dorish mikem rakasiya veshmia. It's not just about doing and listening. Elah doresh dorish mikem shete asu kalechad veechad mikdash l'shchina Be a mikdash, just like the mikdash is Tumid and Edus. So too, you should be a mikdash. You should be a mikdash, and that's the Edus that keeps being emphasized in the. In the um, in the description of putting the Adus in, put the ados into the arm, put the ados into uh, each and every one of our each and every one of our lives. So it's about not just doing but becoming, and we have to recognize that. Often we, we get lost in the doings. You know, our lives are so busy in the doing, even good things, doing a mitzvah and learning Torah and doing chesed. We have to make sure it helps shape our religious personalities. Which means, even when we're not involved exactly in a doing and a not doing moment, we're still acting like an Everett Hashem. Because that's who we have become, and that's who Akarish Baruch Hu, um wants for us. And he continues, and, uh, with uh, answering the questions, but, he res- and that's the, that's the message of Achim Lodoros. Lodoros, this message of the Bishkan, Take it with you forever. Take it with you for generations. Um, even if you don't have the actual mishkan, but the avoda of Tamid, which reflects edus that Baruch Hu rests inside of us, that's what we that's what we have to do. Okay, moving right along. Again, there's I'm not going to get into specific uh, kalim this year, but there's a lot of other a lot of other messages, a lot of other messages in general about mishkan. You have it here in V'Korshel Shabbos I think we might have touched on this story in the past. It's a story that's told in the Medrash about um, when the Greeks, when the Greeks were, were, dis, were being metame, impurifying the Beis Hamikdash, they were, khoshes, they were even a little scared to go all the way in. They said, "You know, send one of the Jews in, one of the misyavnim, send one of the Jews in first they found one Jew who had thrown off the yoke of Torah and his name was Yosef Meshisa. Yosef Meshisa, they said, you know, you, you go in. You go in first. He says, okay, great, I'll go in. You could go in and whatever you take out, you can take out, it's yours. You could have it. He goes in and he takes out the menorah. Now, what else would you take out? Right, the menorah, golden. That's that's worth a lot of money. When the when the Jew, when the Greeks saw him come out with the menorah, they said, "Sorry, that's too gorgeous. We're going to give that to the king. Go in and take something else." You're not a king. You're just a simpleton. You know, you, you don't deserve to have the menorah. is going twice. A second time, and now whatever you go in, you could have. Yosef Meshisha says, "I'm not going. In, I'm not going back in. I went in once. I'm not going back in." Kasher Yavanin, they said, "What do you mean, not going back in? We command you to go back in." He says, "I'm not going back in. I angered my father once. I'm not angering him again." And they find him, and uh, they they punished him. Lo merotzos, lo nichra Yosef He didn't go back in. Didn't go back in. Lo dai shechas yisvalokay p'amachas. They tortured him. Inuyim Kashim. And he says, oi, that I went in the first time. This is the story of Yosef Meshisa, and it says at the end of the story that he was Nikhnaz l'ganet. The question asked the Panevitcher Rebbe, he quotes here, what happened to him? He went in, he came out, why didn't he go back in? He didn't hear like a musr in the middle. Right, so, so what, why didn't he go? Oh, so Yosef Meshisa, yadam bazui v'shafel, he went in and he was ready to spoil, to take all the stuff out. What happened in a moment? How did he reach such, such levels like that? Says the Parnawitcher Rebbe, because he was in such an intense Malcolm Kaddish for a moment. That's mashpia. Just being in the base hamigdash. Just being in a makum ruchani could be much beyond a person. Osa Shihia, that little staying in there, even as he was doing an Aveira, as he was in there. Garma He went to the other extreme. A moment in a makkum kadosh. We don't appreciate what it, just to sit at where, to sit in shul for five minutes. To sit in a makkum kadosh. To be in a, in a, in a, in a, of, a of of, chesed. That, that's, that's my shpia. But there's just one other question. There's one other question that we need to ask. When Revar Kutler, Cutler, in the continuation, was told this vart by the Panevich Rebbe, Shaul Miyadi says, if if the moment was mashpi on him so 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 amazingly intensely, so why did he take the menorah out? Right? If it wow! But he took the but he took the menorah out. So Cesar Rav Aaron Cutler. He quotes here. So often we don't appreciate the magic of the moment until it's over. It was an amazing experience, but at the moment we didn't appreciate it because we were just living it. Sometimes we'll have an experience. I don't know we'll have a wedding, and like you try to enjoy the wedding, and you do enjoy it or experience it, but like only when you like look back and I don't know, look at the pictures and you relive it, then you're like, whoa. Sometimes think when, when we're living in a certain certain reality, you know, we don't appreciate the intensity of the moment. Rachmaneslan, my my children, my sons and son-in-law told me some of the stories that. They went through in Aza, Mamish but as they were talking about it, you saw that maybe it wasn't even as intensely felt in the moment as like thinking about it now, like that's 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 unreal. She should give us all nisim But sometimes we don't appreciate the 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 experience till after. That's why he didn't he didn't feel it until after he came out. After he came out can't appreciate it. When he came out, he realized it. So amazing. Number one, the moment. And number two, sometimes it's only, it's only afterwards. Okay, getting back to what we said before, this is relating to what we just mentioned earlier, but you have it here in source number 12, Midarki Parsha, from of Mordechai Greenberg, former Rosh Shiva and Karim He quotes the Tasu, Again, on the path that we said before, at the end of the Tzibu, Hashem says to Moshe, like everything I've showed you, build... V'chein tasu, and also do the doros. So again, another answer. We had one shot of the uh, earlier, but now we have another shot based on the nitziv and the base Halevi that we've quoted in the past years. Echad shadu mishkan. One of the messages that we learn from the maysa mishkan: Hu shavodes Hashem hine inyan ena inyan luyuzma pratit. How we serve a kadosh baruch Hu. Doesn't come from man. I don't choose. And it's not based on my understanding. Hashem created me, the Hashem created me and the worlds. So Hashem, therefore, tells me how to serve him. He's the one that knows best. He's the one knows what's going to give him Nachas. Sometimes a child could guess what a parent would want, and sometimes the child does it, and the parent's like, It's very nice, I had no interest, and you know, I, I, I'm happy for your kavana, but but with a karish barcha, barcha tells us what would give him nachas. We might not understand it, but that, the, build the mishkan with all of these details, so many details. Do it, this is for generations. This is for generations, right? The Beis Halevi says it by the Egel. The Nitzib says it by, da, uh, by, uh, by uh, the sons of Aaron and Parashashmini. They try to create their own avenues. And that's not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. Not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. He wants, there are rules. There are rules. And he says, Rebbeut Levi talks about this in the Kuzari, that just like in nature there are rules, in spirituality There are rules. And sometimes we don't understand the rules, but we know this works. We know this chemical experience uh, experiment, and we know this is. You know, sometimes you know you don't know how to how to explain it, but this is this is the uh, this is what what the this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. Look on the left side. He has a couple of examples. He says on line ten: You walk into the base of Migdosh. It looks like a, a slaughterhouse. There's blood, and there's there's pieces of animals, and there's limbs. Some will make fun and scoff. But after you do the all avoda, all of a sudden you see the fire from heaven coming down, all of a sudden you realize, okay, I didn't realize these, with the symbolic nature of these actions. And you feel uplifted. Who maybe he realizes Shazu And we have to recognize Karish Hu is the one that told us how to serve him. Again, here and there, there are there are areas of of uh, personal personal um, additions. But the Ikaron is from a Karish Baraku. Hadracha Nachhone Yholinati He's the only one that can tell us, give us guidance. Any machine, any computer, there has to be a programmer who created it. So we were created. Hashem created the world. Hashem was the greatest programmer in the world. He programmed the world. And all the different um, laws of nature and laws of the body. We have to recognize that G-d is the one that gives Hadracha, and he's the one that we have to try to give Nachas to. Okay, let's try to squeeze in two more, two more thoughts. So we have the aron, the asu aron The aron is made of wood. You shall um, cover it with gold, pure gold. from inside and from outside. Right, it's gold, wood, gold, as we know, three boxes. Gold box and the wood box and the gold box. So gold is on the inside and on the outside. And the Gemara and Yuma Darshan's that there's a message here. Like every detail of the Mishkan has a message. There's a message here. What's the message? Our inside has to be like our outside, right? Any tamid chacham that tocho is not kabaro, his inside is not like his outside, that he's not a tamid chacham, right? What does that mean? Pashtus tocho kebaro. Our inside, toch is inside. Our inside is like our outside. So he says, says the Eish Tamid, Pashtus be your inyan, shahachit sonius, etzl kaladam himu ule. The outside of a person often is great. Kivan sharon biyom hakiyam isan hanagosav. L'chach makbutu l'shapeyres hanagosoh achit sonius. We all act properly when people are watching. We don't want people to think badly of us. So we do great things on the outside. Amnam tamur chacham. But a Tamil chacham, he can't just do on the outside. He's got to be on the inside too. Tocho kabaro. His inside, you see the outside? His inside has got to be like the outside too. The outside is perfect because you want people to think positively of you? Your inside has got to be like that too. Your inside has got to be positive too. And therefore, even when you're in private, like we spoke about before. Come on, samo shallow. Fine. And that's what you learn from the Aaron, but he says, he quotes from his father. He says, why do we say that the time has to have tocho His inside has to be like his outside. What about baro ketochow? Like why don't you say your outside has to be like your inside? Why, 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 do you, why don't you say that? Why does that have to be tocho kabaro? Your inside should be like your outside. Why the opposite? So he said, his father explained. He says, no, no, no. He says, you can't say that the outside of outside has to be like his inside. Because when we, when we get close to great people, we realize that there's so much inside that is so far beyond what we see on the outside. Maybe the inside has to be just as good as the outside. But the outside, it's impossible to be as good as what's on the inside. And that's a true great leader. Now sometimes you, know, the, you have great leaders and the closer you get to them, so then you realize like maybe they're not so great, those aren't great leaders. Our great leaders the closer you get to them, you realize they're even greater than we thought. And that's what he quotes from the, uh, uh, a number of examples. He quotes, the Cha- We knew how great the Chavetz Chaim was. The Chavetz Chaim was awesome, but we don't even have a clue how pure the Chavetz Chaim was. His Baro was not no, no, His Baro was perfect and great. Tochel Kabaro, at least. But Baro was not Katoha. Who Amal Kal Yama The Chavetz Chaim worked his whole life to try to cover up who he was. He didn't want anybody to know. Right, the Kachayuko Hayu Kol Yisrael. Apnimiyas Shelo Gedola Harbe Yoser sonius. Right? They quotes quotes from the uh, quotes from the Panevich Rebbe uh, was once with uh, the briskarov. Rav. so he says why would the Chavetz Chaim, Why was he so mefursam with Gadol? He was known as a tzaddik. he wasn't known as a lamdan. Why is that? So, Briskarev says he Baruch, that nobody should think he's such a lamdan. But because he tried to cover up the inside. And there are many examples of greats who we have no idea. We have no idea, so he quotes, why why the Chavetz Chaim choose to cover up his Chachma and not cover up his Sidkus. Okay, different, uh, different, um, Discussions. He quotes at the end from Shlomo Zalman in source number uh, 14 that he quotes, you know, we usually think the Lama Bab Sadikim, the 36th Sadikim, will never know who they are. You know, they're just Pasha Jews who we think they're just water carriers and we think they're, they're electricians. I'm just giving examples of like, you know, modern day water carriers, uh, people who, uh, I don't know, do different jobs. Nothing against water carriers or electricians. But he says, we usually think that we'd have no idea. So there's Shlomo Zalman. The 36 sin and don't have to be dafka people who we don't think are sadikim. Even if we think they're sadikim, they can be the laman of sadikim. Why? Because what we see is re- totally not the reality of even how great they are. And we have to recognize that. We have no idea. And that's why it's dafka tocho kibaro, but not baro because their toch is off the charts. Off the charts. Okay, one final thought. Uh, and it's a medrash. A medrash about the Mishkan. Source 15. The medrash tells us, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hashem says to Moshe, Hasei Mishkan, Sha'ani Mis'aveh Lishkon Eitzel Hashem says to Moshe, Build me a Mishkan. I want to have a home amongst my children. Kish when the angels heard, the angels often get upset, Amru, Rebonus Shel Olam. Lama tatzeru eletachtonim? Why? Why are you going down there? Shivchachahu shetia bashamayim. Stay with us. Be here with us, say the angels. Amru, 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 Baruch Hashem says, Chayichem, Shani osek, Kishem she'amartem. He says, On your life, so to speak, Zalashonu Veshvuah, I do like you said. What does that mean? My praise fills the lands. What, what, what's the conversation? The malachim, we understand the Malachim. They say, Hashem, don't go down. Stay here. What does Hashem answer? Hashem says, I'm doing what you said. Says the, here in the Mayanah Shaltari, quotes from the Old Yaakov, that's Dubna Magid. Some people think Hashem is so high and so uplifted. It's not kavedik to Hashem that he comes down in this world. He's 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 up there, it's not as coveted. We're like a blade of, of a tiny little piece of sand pick up a tiny piece of sand, that's what we are on the eyes of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, The whole world. So he's going to come down and be involved. MS Be'emes, brach. It's just the opposite. If we say he's not coming down, then we're minimizing. We're minim- minimizing. Because, says the, says the Oel Yaakov, even up in Shamayim, what we should say, oh, he should stay up in Shamayim, not come down to this world. You think Shamayim, oh, that's an appropriate place for him? Even that is beneath him. Even that's beneath him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was told by the Malachim, Malachim say, stay here with us, that's more appropriate. You know what Hashem says to them? He says, my being in your world too is just like my being in the human's world. You're also created. You're also just like them. What being up here is 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 appropriate for my kavod? My kavod is to be totally out of the world and still come down to all the lower worlds, including your world, malachim, and including in, you, in the worlds of the human beings. And that's what it means, chayechem. <laughs> yes, even for the angels' world, what, uh, that's appropriate. Afilu olamos <laughs> and biyoser hareim bebechinas yurida. Right? Even, it's, it's a Ureida for me to come down to the, to, to the angel's world. Like the Raman describes this in Sodia Torah. Right? All the different ten levels of angels, and then under that in the sphere, Hashem is above all of that. But that's as godless. As high and as great as he is, Akarishbrahu still comes down. My my presence fills the whole world. And he quotes that's what the Shlach Khadish gives Pshat. In the passing at the him, me Kashem elokeinu. who is like Hashem, ha magbihi la he's so high, ha mashpili but even he's so high when he comes down, Bashamayim, even to come by Shamayim is coming down. Uva arats. Because we recognize the Kodesh Baruch Hu is beyond, beyond even the Shamayim. But it's our that out of all the creations in the whole world, only one of them has Bahir and the choice to to serve him and we were given the gift of the Torah to be able to follow, to be able to give him nachas, as we, as we mentioned before. So, by the show, we should all be zochet to fulfill that charge and bring tremendous nachas ruach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, we'll stop here.